welcome to the next episode of Dark and Creepy Things with Frank and Scout. Frank and Scout. Frank and Scout. Frank and Scout. Right, what have you got for us this evening, Frank? Okay, so something a bit different. I don't go for traditional, like, murders and missing people and stuff like that because I personally, I find that shit kind of boring. Oh, I, I do because, like, murders and missing persons and stuff don't change. Like, yeah, well, they do. They do, but they all have the same outcome. Someone's dead or someone can't be found. Like, they don't have... I don't know. I just don't find them particularly interesting. Okay. So what, so, have, what have you got so, for us then, So I have the Wikipedia article called Project MK Ultra. I've never heard of this. I You've never heard of this. Maybe I so. think you probably will once I've read, read okay. it a little bit. Okay. Right. Project MK Ultra, also known as the CIA Mind Control Program, mm. is the code name given to a program of experiments on human subjects that were designed and undertaken by the U.S. Central Intelligence Agency and which were illegal at the time. Experiments on humans were used to identify and develop drugs and procedures to be used in interrogations in order to weaken the individual and force confessions through uh. mind control. The project was organized through the Office of Scientific Intelligence of the CIA and coordinated by the U.S. Army Biological Warfare Laboratories. Mm. It was officially sanctioned in 1953, reduced in scope scope in 1964, further curtailed in 1967, and officially halted in 1973. Mm. So right in the prime of the Cold War. Mm. Yeah. The program entailed many legal activities, including the use of US, Canadian and Australian citizens as its unwitting test subjects, which led to the controversy regarding its legitimacy. MKUltra used numerous methods to manipulate people's mental states and alter brain function, including serotipitous. Is that how you pronounce that? Serotipitous. Serotipitous. Yeah, yeah. Administration of drugs, especially LSD, and other chemicals, hypnosis, sensory deprivation, isolation, and verbal abuse, and other forms of psychological torture. The scope of MKUltra was broad, with research undertaken in 80 institutions, including colleges, universities, hospitals, prisons, and pharmaceutical companies. The CIA operated through these institutions using front organizations, although sometimes top officials at these institutions were aware of the CIA's involvement. Mm. Project MKUltra was brought to the commu- to public attention in 1975 by the Church Committee of the United States Congress and a Gerald Ford's United States President's Commission on the CIA activities within the United States. Investigative efforts were hampered by the fact that the CIA director, Richard Helms, ordered that all MK Ultra files to be destroyed in 1973. Mm. The Church Committee and the Rockefeller Commission investigations relied on the sworn testimony of of direct participants and on the relatively small number of documents that survived the destruction order. In 1977, a Freedom of Information Act request uncovered a cache of 20,000 documents relating to MKUltra, <laughs> which led to Senate hearings later that year. Yeah. Some surviving information regarding MKUltra was declassified in 2001. Okay, so how... That's yeah. That's, this that's interesting. This article is very, very long. So, because it's got 
American experiments, Canadian experiments, deaths, um, legal issues. It's got the scientists involved, notable subjects in popular culture. And the reason I also picked this is actually it, it's... Um, it actually started off, it was it's mentioned in X Files yeah. a lot, apparently. Yeah. It's in numbers, it's in Stranger Things. Yes, yeah. Yeah. In season so, one. Hold on, hold on. I would like you to read the part about deaths, of course. Deaths, yeah. Um, definitely the pop culture because that's Yeah, my so thing. yeah, in popular culture. Yeah. Yep. Um, um Yeah, maybe notable maybe notable subjects yep. as well. Do you wanna know the experiments? Oh nah, because nah. Well, Oh, just give a couple examples, okay. maybe. So, yeah, so American experiments. Yeah. I'm going to give the background. So, we pretty much already know the background anyway, if you think about the political climate at the time. Oh, yeah. It's the Cold War. They want to know how to get confessions out of people. Yeah. Um, and they're in... Things are going on with Russia, and it's pretty much... We already know what's going on. Like, America and Russia are doing weird shit. <laughs> yeah. That's about it. Okay, so the American experiments... CIA documents suggest they investigated chemical, biological, and radiological methods of mind control. They spent an estimated 10 million or more in 1960, whatever, roughly roughly 87.5 million adjusted for inflation. That's a hell of a lot of money. So, LSD. Early efforts focused on LSD-25, which later came to dominate many of the programs. The CIA wanted to know if they could make Soviet spies defect against their will and whether the Soviets could do the same to the CIA's own operatives. <laughs> Once the MKUltra was underway in April 1953, experiments including administering LSD to mental patients, mm. prisoners, drug addicts and sex workers, in other words, people who could not fight back, as yeah. one agency put it. Mm-hmm. In one case, they administered LSD to a mental patient in Kentucky for 174 days. Far out. Yeah. They also administered LSD to CIA employees, military mm. personnel, doctors, and other government agents, and members of the general public to study their reactions. LSD and other drugs were often administered without the subject's knowledge or informed consent, yeah. a clear violation of the Nuremberg Code the US had agreed to follow after World War II. The aim of this was to find drugs that would bring out deep confessions or wipe a subject's mind clean Mm. and program him or her as a robot agent. So for those of you who are unaware what the Nuremberg Code is, um, after World War II, after they found out all the horrible experiments the Nazis were doing on um, the people that they had um, incarcerated in the Holocaust, they the world sort of created this um, code called the Nuremberg Code, which basically says you can't do experiments on people without informed consent. Yeah. So, and informed consent is you know exactly what's going to happen and you have every right to back out whenever you like. Yeah. So in other words, the, American, the US government weren't doing that. <laughs> no. I have a feeling they ignored that. A lot. Yeah, they probably some people probably still do. Oh, cool. The CIA probably still do. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe we're gonna. Hopefully, we're not gonna get arrested for saying that. I was just thinking. Like, <laughs> um, Google Home is probably listening to our. Oh no! Google Home's gonna get us arrested. 
In Operation Midnight Climax, the CIA set up several brothels within agency safe houses in San Francisco, California, to obtain a selection of men who would be too embarrassed to talk about the events. The men were dosed with LSD. The brothels were equipped with one-way mirrors and the sessions were filmed for later viewing and study. Did you say equipped? Did I mean to say equipped? <laughs> equipped with one-way mirrors. <laughs> In other experiments where people were given LSD without their knowledge, they were interrogated under bright lights with doctors in the background taking notes. Mm. They told subjects they would extend their trips if they refused to reveal their secrets. Mm-hmm. The people under this interrogation were CIA employees, US personnel and agents suspected of working for the other side in the Cold War. Mm. Long-term debilitation and several deaths resulted in this. Heroin addicts were bribed into taking LSD with offers of more heroin. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. So unethical. That's so bad. Wow. Oh, yeah, we'll give you more heroin if you take this first. Yeah. Fucking fuck. Take the LSD, Johnny. Take mm-hmm. it. Take it. Take it. Here's your heroin. Reward. Yeah. This office of security used LSD interrogations, but Dr. Sidney Gottlieb, Gottlieb, yeah. Gottlieb the chemist who directed MK Ultra, had other ideas. He thought it could be used in covert operations. Since his effects were temporary, temporary, <laughs> he believed one could give it to high-ranking officials and in this way affect the course of important meetings and speeches. Since he realized there was a difference in testing the drug in the laboratory and using it in clandestine operations, he initiated a series of experiments where LSD were given to people in normal settings without warning. <laughs> and first, everyone in technical services tried it. A typical experiment involved two people in a room where they observed each other for hours and took notes. As the experimentation progressed, a point arrived where the outsiders were drugged and no explanation whatsoever and surprised acid trips became something of an occupational hazard amongst CIA operatives. <laughs> oh, sorry guys, I, I have to provide, I have to do an OHS um, claim. I'm having a random trip. <laughs> Someone drugged me. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> have, a, have a nice day at work today, honey. Don't get, get drugged. drugged. <laughs> <laughs> oh, as the experimentation... Pro- oh, no, hang on, wait. Blah, 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 blah. Adverse reactions often occurred, such as an operative who received the drug in his morning coffee became psychotic and oh, ran yeah. a, ran across Washington, seeing a monster in every car passing him. That can trigger, like, a, yeah, psychosis. Like. But you know what as well? It can also trigger, like, hidden mental diseases yes, like yes. disorders that haven't come up yes, yet like schizophrenia if, yeah, if they're dormant yeah. and you yeah yeah you can definitely activate them yeah and i've heard that about marijuana yes. as well yeah that happened to an old neighbor of mine when i was growing up yeah they had marijuana and found out they were actually schizophrenic yeah like, Oof. yeah and then it wouldn't go away it would never go away nah. yeah i've heard that happening before to, poor thing had to have um ect oh, like weekly that's awful yeah she was only quite young too the experiments continued even after Dr. Frank Olson, an army scientist who had not taken LSD before, went into deep depression after a surprise trip and mm. later fell surprise. from and later fell from a 13th story window. Mm. Fell. Fell? Yeah, fell. Fell. Like you yeah, exactly. Yeah. Some participation was consensual. And in these... Some. some. I like that. Would you like some LSD in your coffee today, Johnny? Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. Why 
Why not? One, one lump or two? Oh, make it two. No, make, it, make my life a little bit more interesting. <laughs> in these cases, they appeared to be singled out for even more extreme experiments. In one case, seven volunteers in Kentucky... In Kentucky. In where? In Kentucky. Kentucky sounds nothing like kafafa. <laughs> I tried to say Kentucky and it didn't work. It didn't come out of my mouth properly. In one case, seven volunteers in Kentucky were given LSD for 77 consecutive days. Jeez. Seven volunteers for 77 consecutive days. Why the sevens? Conspiracies. Lucky number. Apparently. MK Ultra's research later dismissed LSD as too unpredictable. They gave up on the notion that LSD was the secret to going to unlock the universe, but it still had a place in the cloak and dagger arsenal. However, by 1962, the CIA and the Army had developed a series of super hallucinogens, such as the highly touted BZ, which is thought to hold greater promise as a mind control weapon. Mm. This resulted in the withdrawal of support of many academics and private researchers, and LSD research became less of a priority altogether. So other drugs um, they used were the interim. So another technique investigated was the intravenous administration of a barbiturate into one arm and amphetamine into the other. Oh my god! (laughs) The barbiturates were released into the person's first, and as soon as they began to fall asleep, the amphetamines were released. Jesus! The person would begin babbling incoherently, and it was sometimes possible to ask questions and get useful answers. Did their heart explode? I don't know. Parts just say slow, fast, slow, fast. Sleep awake, sleep awake, sleep awake. Other experiments involved heroin, morphine, tamazepan, mescaline, psilocybin, which is um, uh, magic mushrooms, Mm. scoplamine, cannabis, alcohol, and sodium pentothal. Declassified and so this is the next section hypnosis. Declassified MK Ultra documents indicate they studied hypnosis in the early 50s. Experimental goals included the creation of hypnotically induced anxieties, <laughs> hypnotically increasing ability to learn and recall complex written matter, studying hypnosis and polygraph in examinations, hypnotic, hypnotically increasing ability to observe and recall complex arrangements of physical objects and studying relationship of personality to susceptibility of hypnosis. Mm. They conducted experiments with a drug-induced hypnosis and with antrograde and retrograde amnesia while under the influence of such drugs. Mm. So in Canada... Uh, sorry, let's bother with that. Okay. So death. Skip, skip Canada. Uh, we don't care about Canada. <laughs> oh, no one no. cares about Canada. Yes, you do. I actually do want to go there one day. Yeah, Canada would be nice to visit. What was that? The Revelations and the person I... Frank Church. Deaths. Deaths. Given the CIA's purposeful destruction of most records, its failure to follow informed consent protocols with thousands of participants, the uncontrolled nature of the experiments, and the lack of follow-up, the full impact of MKUltra experiments, including deaths, may never be known. Several known deaths have been associated with MKUltra, most notably that of Frank Olson. 
Olsen, a United States Army biochemist and biological weapons researcher, was given LSD without his knowledge or consent in November 1953 as part of a CIA experiment and committed suicide by jumping out of a window a week later. Mm. A CIA doctor assigned to monitor Olsen claimed to have been asleep in another bed in New York in a New York City hotel room when Olsen exited the window and fell 13 stories to his death. Oops. Who, who, who says, oh, you need to look after this dude because he's depressed after we gave him yeah, LSD? Yeah. Oh, that's the one that, yeah, jumped out there. And he fucking falls asleep. Yeah. You don't care. Ugh. Um, yeah, one job. Yeah, one job. Don't stop the person from killing themselves. Jesus. Mm. Who puts them in a 13-story window? Yeah, true. Yeah. It's like, oh, we're going we're we're to put you in another hotel. Oh, here you go. You're on the, the 13th, 13th floor. floor. <laughs> um... In 1953, Olsen's death was described as a suicide that had occurred during a severe psychotic episode. The CIA's own internal the investigation... Who? Hmm? The who? The CIA's own... CIA? Oh. Yeah. The CIA's own internal investigation concluded that the head of MKUltra, CIA, che- CIA chemist Sidney Gottlieb, had conducted the LSD experiment with Olsen's prior knowledge, although neither Olsen nor the other men taking part were informed as to the exact nature of the drug mm. until some 20 minutes after its ingestion. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, we gave you this drug. Here, take this. Mm. Okay, this is what it's going to do. What? Mm. I would freaks out so hard. The report further suggests that Gottlieb was nonetheless due a a reprimand as he had failed to take into account Olsen's already diagnosed suicidal tendencies, which might have been exacerbated by the LSD. may have, you think? Uh, Maybe. (laughs) The Olsen family disputes the official version of events. They maintain that Frank Olsen was murdered (gasps) because, especially in the aftermath of his LSD experiments, he had become a security risk who might divulge state secrets. Mm. associated with highly classified CAA programs, Mm. about many of which he had direct personal knowledge. Interesting. A few days before his death, Frank Olsen quit his position as the acting chief of the Special Directions Operations Direct Division in Maryland because of a severe moral crisis concerning the nature of his biological weapons research. Among Olsen's concerns were the development of an ass- of assassination materials used by the CIA. Mm. The CIA's use of biological warfare materials in covert operations, experimentation with biological weapons in populated areas, collaboration with former Nazi scientists under Operation Paperclip, <laughs> LSD mind control research, and the use of psychoactive drugs during terminal investigations under the program co- code Project Artichoke. Mm. What are these names? Operation Paperclip, Project Artichoke. Yeah, it's just, yeah, to throw people off who might be... Yeah, that's true. Later, if a forensic evidence conflicted with the official version of events, when Olsen's body was exhumed in 1994, Mm. cranial injuries indicated that Olsen had been knocked unconscious before he exited the window. The medical examiner termed Olsen's death a homicide. In 1975, Olsen's family received a $750,000 settlement from the government. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, Obvious then. It's yeah. not a fucking accident. Yeah, no. With formal apologies from President Gerald Ford and the CIA Director William Colby, oh. though their apologies were limited to informed consent issues concerning Olsen's interrogation, sorry, ingestion of LSD. 
In 2012, the Olsen family filed suit against the U.S. federal government for the wrongful death of Frank Olsen. Wow. Mmm. Mmm, conspiracy. Mm. They, did they kill him? Probably. Of course they did. <laughs> Notable... They pay... They admit guilt by paying out the family. Well, they like, pay out the family to quiet them down, too. Like, yeah, I know. It's okay, yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah, we did it, but now you need to be quiet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, that's... Yeah. Notable subjects. Ken Kessie, author of One Flew Over the Cuckoo's <gasps> Nest, yes. volunteered for MK Ultra experiments involving LSD and other psychedelic drugs at the Veterans Administration Hospital in Menlo Park while he was a student at nearby Stanford University. And that's what he based his writing on, mm. his work on. Kessie's experiences while under the influence of LSD inspired him to yeah. promote the drug outside the context of MK Ultra experiments, which influenced the early development of hippie culture. Mm-hmm. Mm. Robert Hunter, an American lyricist, singer-songwriter, translator and poet, is best known for his association with Jerry Garcia and the Grateful yeah. Dead. Along with Ken Kessie, Hunter was an early volunteer in a volunteer MK Ultra test subject at Stanford University. Stanford test subjects were paid to take LSD, psilocybin and mescaline. Yes, mescaline. Then report on their experiences. Hmm. These experiences experiences were creatively formative for Hunter. End quote. Sit back, picture yourself sweeping up a shell of purple with foam crests of crystal drops. Soft nigh, they fall onto the sea of morning, creep very softly mist. <laughs> and then sort of cascade tinkly bell light. Must I take you by the hand ever so slowly type? And then conglomerate suddenly into a peal of silver vibrant uncomprehendingly blood singingly joyously resounding bells by my faith if this be insanity then for the love of god permit me to remain insane <laughs> yeah. yeah boston mobster james whitney bulger volunteered for testing while oh, in whitey. prison it was whitey. yeah james whitey what did yeah, i say yeah. whitey it's whitey yeah james Wh- james whitey bulger volunteered for testing while in prison in mm. atlanta in 1957 yeah <laughs> yeah i've read come across whitey a lot actually yeah yeah okay so popular culture yes mk ultra plays a part in many conspiracy theories as you probably already guessed wait is there a movie like directly about well let's have a look okay i feel like it would make a good make a probably make a good probably is lots of documentaries and stuff about it but i'm thinking actually yeah Okay, good. Uh, due to its nature and the destruction of most records, Lawrence Teeter was the attorney for Surin Surin who assassinated Robert F. Kennedy, and he mm. believed that Surin was operating under MK Ultra mind control techniques. Amer- an American fashion model and radio host Candy Jones claimed to be a victim of mind control in the 60s. Mm. So, films. Apparently, Pineapple Express depicts Molten K Ultra in the intro scene, although it's reported taking place in 1937. <laughs> uh, Mr. Wright, the US 2015 film, Hop Up, portrayed by Tim Ross, mentions the CIA Ultra program yeah. as part of the foundation to the main character's motives and backstory. Yeah. The Killing Room involves MK Ultra as the foundation to the base plot. Um, Jacob's Ladder alludes to MK Ultra throughout the movie. The 1997 film Conspiracy Theory, Project mm-hmm. MK Ultra is referred to by Dr. Jonas, who says he headed the project. Also, the protagonist, Jerry, 
played by Mel Gibson, yeah. is reported by Dr. Jonas to be a test subject of MK Ultra. Mm. In American Ultra, Jesse yes. Eisenberg plays a stoner slacker who discovers he is the sole survivor of the Ultra program. Yeah. That's what I, that's the movie I was thinking of. Yeah. Ultra, yeah. Jason Bourne books and films starring Matt Dana, Danum are all based on Wait, NK... Matt what? Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Okay. Ba- starring Matt Damon are all based on MK Ultra techniques. Mm. The film The Men Who Stare at Goats yes. is also based on MK Ultra techniques. That's the one that it is based was telling us yeah. yeah, The Men Who Stare at Goats. Yeah, the goat film. The goat film. The goat film. Yeah, we do need to watch that. Yeah. The 2006 movie The Shadow Man starring Stephen Seagal has a plot that was... Stephen Seagal. Why am I pronouncing people's names I wrong think, today? I just think you're not maybe familiar with these names. Yeah, no, I don't think I've not... seen them written. Yeah, maybe you've only seen them written, but I've actually, yeah. Yeah. Oh. I don't know, because I like stuff about pop culture, though. Maybe. Yeah. In the 2006 movie The Shadow Man starring Stephen Seagal has a plot that revolves around MKUltra. Marvin Boggs in the films Red and Red mm. 2 had unknowingly been provided daily doses of LSD over a period of 11 years, <laughs> making him highly paranoid, echoing the actions of MK Ultra. Mm. In Captain America The Winter Soldier, Sebastian Stan portrays Bucky Barnes, who's subjected to MK Ultra like mind control experiments mm. by the Nazis and the Soviets a.k.a. Hydra, yes. to turn him into the ultimate assassin, the Winter Soldier. Right. So the Winter Soldier isn't like, Captain yeah, yeah. America. It's no. Bucky. Okay. You said it was Captain America. I was so confused. I know it was the film Captain America. Uh, I think that's one I missed somehow. Yeah, maybe. Maybe we need to watch that one on the weekend. Y- yeah, maybe. Um, Bucky. Bucky. Um, television. One in television. television. You want to read? Oh, there's so many. Oh, come on. Okay. Television. The 1998 CBC miniseries The Sleep Room dramatizes brainwashing experiments funded by MK Ultra that were performed on Canadian mental patients in the 50s and 60s. Mm-hmm. Uh, the drama Granite Flats is a fictional dramat- dramatization of the implementation of MK Ultra by a military hospital in Colorado. In the- I'm just wanting to know if it's been done to death and if I should. It's looking like the whole idea of of the government using drugs to somehow mind control people is very heavy in popular culture. Yeah, of course. So, so that's where it's come from. It comes yeah. from MK Ultra, yeah, yeah. which was actually a thing. Yeah, but I'm just like I'm just picturing like so many things I could write about it, but also I wouldn't do that if it's an idea that's been like yeah done over and over and over again um in season two of in season two of bones Ooh. jack hodgkins mentions that frank olsen was an unwitting participant and committed suicide mm. but later an exhumation proved that he was murdered yeah. in a episode of marvin marvel's agents of shield the things we bury one of the characters makes a reference um as mentioned in archer yeah um, the X-Files third season episode, Jose Chung's From Outer Space. Jose Chung mentions the experiments as an example of the powerful effects mere words can have over the human mind. Mm. Uh, in season one of Stranger Things, the antagonist, Dr. Martin Brenner, is discovered to have been involved in MK Ultra. Mm. One of the young protagonists, Eleven, was raised in a government laboratory after being born to an MK Ultra test subject. Mm. 
That makes so much more sense it now. It does now. Why didn't they just make it more... More obvious. Transparent. But Look, oh, that's why she was there uh, the entire time. That's why she's born there in that's the why facility. she's born there. I understand now. <laughs> in season five of West Wing... The White House press secretary is questioned by a reporter about mind control, leading her to investigate MKUltra and budgetary allocations of DARPA for the project. Um, the 2017 Flix documentary reenactment miniseries, Wormwood, tells the story of Frank Olsen and MK Ultra through the eyes of his son, Eric. Ah, okay. Yeah, because I've heard a fair bit about Wormwood. I do need to watch that. Yeah, so do I. I. List. We should watch that one. Yeah, there's some in it's audio, like lyrics and songs. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, others. The Stephen King book, Firestarter, yeah. is based on fictionalised version of MK Ultra experiments. Which then got made into a movie starring a very childlike Drew Barrymore. Oh, baby Drew Marymore. Baby Drew Marymore. All the protagonists acquire powers as a result. The horror game Outlast ah. makes several major references to MK Ultra and implies that the experiments on the asylum inmates in the game are either a part or associated with the program. MK Ultra is mentioned in Call of Duty Black Ops oh, of as the Soviet yep. Union's attempt to turn protagonist Alex Mason into a Soviet sleeper agent yep. with orders to assassinate President Kennedy. Where? Mason's handler, CIA, CIA agent Jason Hudson, even mentions it when mention, when telling Mason he'd been brainwashed by the Soviets. Hmm. Um, the game Manhunt 2 is based yes. around the Pikmin Project. I was Pikmin actually Project. Just, just thinking about Manhunt yeah. 2. Yeah. It's based around the Pikmin Project, which has several similarities to MKUltra. The cannabis strain called M- MKUltra has been developed by THCs <laughs> of Amsterdam. <laughs> Project MK Ultra is also mentioned in Mafia 3. Yes. By one of the characters, an ex CIA agent, John Donovan. I'm still finished trying to finish mm. that one. Uh, the Broadway musical under the title of We Will Rock You, MK Ultra is referred to as the Bohemians. Is referred to as the Bohemians are brainwashed and experimented on to become vegetables. <laughs> The online, anonymously written science fiction and horror story Nine Mother, Nine Horse, Nine Eyes, Nine <laughs> borrows from and refers to the MK Ultra directly. Mm-hmm. A fictitious video game known as Polybus had been spread around as an urban myth in 1981. Many key points of Polybi- Polybius? Polybus? Polybus? Polybius? Hmm. Yeah. Many key points of, of Polybius allude to government control testing and other men in black type figures, suggesting Polybius took inspiration from MK Ultra mm. at the time of its creation. So that's. I did skip some bits and pieces. Yeah, there's some, other stuff. Of course, I'll post the link to yeah, this article. Yeah. There's other stuff like notable, like scientists involved and legal issues involving informed consent. Wait, which, can you just read the scientists? That, well, don't, just read, a, don't click on them all. Just that is his name. So the scientists yeah. involved are Harold Alexander Abramson, Donald Ewan Cameron, Sidney Gottlieb, um, Harris Isbell, Louis Dol- Dolan West. And Jose Manuel Regi- Rodriguez Goldal- 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 Delgado. 
Yes. <laughs> Delgado. Delgado. So they're all the, there's some notable sciences yeah, involved. I'm sure there were a lot more, oh, yeah. but and it's got there's definitely a lot of links to other oh, pages. Yes. Oh yes. Oh, but the oh, but the Canadian one. There's something about ergot poisoning. <laughs> ergot poisoning is weird too. Uh, don't tell us about that one. Maybe you'll but, save it but, for another. But it's it's not that really that interesting. Oh. It's not a whole article's worth. Ergot poisoning is basically when sometimes um, like a fungus grows in bread flour and um. then you make the bread and then ergot is like it has this toxin that's also a um i'm pretty sure it's a um hallucinogen yeah and it like kills people <laughs> so people just randomly die from eating bread mm. so yeah have fun with that <laughs> all right well i think we'll wrap it up there yeah but yeah the government well the u.s government are doing some creepy shit. Well, well, they were down in the 50s. Shh, Google's listening. I know Google's listening, but shh. we live in Australia. We have rights here. Not really. Yeah, we do. <laughs> All right, thanks for listening to Dark and Creepy Things. I'm sorry that wasn't that creepy. Well, it's pretty dark. It's really interesting, so I hope other people... Oh, I find it interesting. I find it interesting when you find out what all the weird and... and um, I love all the pop culture references. Cause yeah, you know, I know and you people who know like me know the pop culture references. Scout loves the pop culture. Yeah, but I like finding out what weird shit the government's up to like oh, yeah. years later. Like, what the fuck were you doing back there? Oh, Why so you didn't stuff. tell anybody about... And they're still doing stuff. And they're still doing stuff. Okay. All right, look, we better go. Anyway, thank you for listening. See you next time. Talking creepy things with Frank and Scout. You almost said stuff.